thanks for joining us again. The second week of Oktoberfest. And uh, we're into slumber party territory, Jared. Is mm-hmm. this rounding out the Slumber Party Massacre series, or is there another one? No, there's another one, and there's just been a remake released as well. Which I've, <laughs> I've heard it's, I've heard the remake's pretty good, to be honest. Yeah, I know. I saw the trailer for the remake, and actually was kind of enthused. Yeah, and I shouldn't I shouldn't shit on the series because I actually thought the first one was all right. Yeah, first one was pretty good. Passable piece of slasher entertainment. But we've got Slumber Party Massacre Part Two coming up today. Yeah. Um, now, what beer has been paired with this particular film, Jared? We decided to go for something that uh, it's a little it's a little bit lighter this week. It's uh, 4X Gold. And the reason we selected the 4X Gold is because we wanted something where the original was a, uh, you know, a decently received bit of work. In some circles, it's an absolute favourite. But the next one along... The next one in the production line was not so well received. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is 4X Gold is kind of a a step down. I would say that absolutely. Look, I'll tell you one thing that the Rock Hopper had in its favour last week, Jared. And I wish when I was watching this film that I'd had fucking ten Rock Hoppers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it might have made a bit more sense. Well, that's the thing. That's that. That was the other reason we selected it because, you know, after uh, after a mouthful of four X gold, I kind of sat there and I went, "Hmm, I wonder what they were thinking when they put this one together." Like, <laughs> I wonder what they're going for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hence summer party massacre too. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's let's crack a gold. Let's crack a gold while we're here, so we can get started. Whoop. Ah, there we go. Cheers, cheers Lovely. all for Four X Gold and Slumber Party Massacre Two. Mm. Just had similar thoughts to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what well, I've drunk in my fair share of Four X Gold. Yeah, but I am a fucking cretin when it comes to <laughs> beer. So I mean, it's probably yeah, I'll drink anything. Look, it's pretty. It's pretty standard. It's pretty. If it's around and there's not much else, you're not going to be too upset. But it's. It's yeah. It's not going to be your first choice. Okay. Pop quiz. You you you, you hunt around at a party. You you jump into an esky. You root around <laughs> in the esky. There's a couple of four X goals floating there. There's also yep. a, cu- a couple of outingers. <laughs> Where do you go? <laughs> oh shit. Uh, <laughs> That's a tough one. Is this one. the vice and the blender fucking situation yeah, again? Yeah, it could be. Well, Otig is full. I, I believe Otig is full of strength in this one. I may be mistaken there, but correct. Um, correct. D- it depends what your end game is. I, I guess if you <laughs> if you're looking to make it make a deal of yourself, maybe you go for the Otingers. But I, I, I'd, I'd say my I'd say my uh, plan of attack would be to quickly grab whatever I could see floating on top so that nobody <laughs> saw me sneaking off with their beers. Yeah, palm it, palm it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Walk, off, walk off quietly. I'm not like some people that we've had um, we've had experience with, Adam, who, who brazenly stand in front of you and sink your, sink your piss. <laughs> yeah, walk in, how's it going? Flick the FCI, grab, grab the most expensive thing you can find. Yeah, yeah. 
I'll, I'll and go. Don't I'll, ask. I'll, oh, is there only six of these? Yeah. <laughs> Not anymore, you I'll, prick. <laughs> yeah, there was six. I think there's two left now, mate. Yeah. Thanks very much for that. I, I like to I, – I would pick it up and I'd crack it and then I'd go, oh, shit, I thought these were mine. I'm oh, sorry. Do you mind? I've already, I've already knocked the top of it. Yeah, yeah. Mate, carbonation has occurred. <laughs> I cannot put that shit back. Can't help you now. I'll tell you what I do, Jared. I shut the esky and leave. <laughs> okay. You walk down the you road to the local. too. <laughs> Is this yeah, all you probably, got? I think that's a reasonable uh, reaction. Yeah. It's a bit of a fucking... Is this, is this all you've got? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why'd you bother? Why'd you bother inviting me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, shit, I've got to run. <laughs> I've got other things to do, mate. <laughs> all right, let's get into it. Before we get into it, though, while we polish off a couple of Forex gold... Let's do a quick up or down. Now, the uh, trailer for the new prequel <laughs> of Army of the Dead called Army of Thieves was just released. Uh, what's your take on this? Did you have a strong reaction to it? Oh, look, there's a little bit of indifference. I mean, there was points of it where I thought, yeah, it could be a fun little action piece. As you said, there's a, you know, a bit of a feeling of sort of an Oceans movie sort of vibe to it. And I I didn't hate Army of the Dead. I had some issues with it, but there were points where I thought it was pretty fun. I just had, I, I just questioned, Adam, why we opened up with some sort of underground safe-cracking contest. Has, has one of those ever happened? <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been in the safe-cracking industry. Because I can tell you, look, I'm sure there's, you know, I'm sure there's people that like to test their skills as safe crackers and whatnot, but I'm not sure there's ever been a sort of UFC slash Thunderdome style fucking chanting crowd around it. No, no. And there's always like a best in the world. Yeah, yeah, the rankings. Who ranks this this stuff? (laughs) (laughs) Who had you at number one on their power rankings for safe crackers? Is there a publication or something? (laughs) You know, is this like fucking, you know, the week-to-week NRL power rankings? You've lost yeah, a couple yeah. of games, you failed to crack a couple of safes, so you're now in fourth? <laughs> yeah, well, I guess my thinking on this one is if you are the world's best safe cracker, you are hoping that no one knows about that. <laughs> you're trying to keep that on the down low. Because if everyone else knows, I'm sure the police and the FBI and everyone else, you know, I'm sure they know. So uh, they're coming to knock on anything? your door. Like, is there any fucking trophies or something? Like, this whole sure thing, there's, there's... I'm sure there's a big bag of cash behind a few doors, but other than that... Yeah, but sure. fuck, <laughs> that doesn't still make me the best. I mean, come on. Mm. No, look, I was kind of middle of the road on it. Neither yeah, up same. nor down. Sitting on the fence, getting fucking splinters in my ass, but it just didn't, it didn't really grip me, but it, I didn't hate the look of it. I do. I did like that character in Army of the Dead. I thought he was yeah, a really was, interesting character, and I liked him. I was about to say that. I felt he was one of the more entertaining parts of the movie. He was a character that I'm, I'm happy to see a little bit more of. Yeah, so I'll check it out. I'm also a fan of uh, Natalie Emmanuel. I think she's 
Obviously, she was Game of Thrones, but she I think she's jumped in nicely to the Fast franchise. Obviously, Adam, oh, yeah. you've um, fucking tried to dodge that as much as you could. <laughs> yeah. No, no one's jumped in nice to the Fast franchise. I'm sorry to tell <laughs> Come you. Come on. Oh, Jesus. And look, just, just, a, just a side note, you know, I love The Rock, but what were you doing on that rap song? <laughs> oh. I was, look, the song itself, I didn't mind it was so all much. Right. But his verse, oh. I'm. It's probably it's probably for the best that it was the shortest one. And I look, I love the rock. And yeah. if you're in that boat, it's the old it's the old Chris Gaines theory, mate. If you're in that boat, you fucking get bored. So sometimes you release a rap song. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> we had this we had this conversation when we talked fucking lustily about fucking Bruce Willis and Co. Those clowns yeah. didn't know when to fuck the best time to stop this kind of bullshit was. I mean, when you're that rich, you can do it. At least The Rock was smart and didn't come out with an album so yet, just yet. You know, yeah, it was yeah, still yet true. to be determined. And look, it's probably just a light side project for the bloke. It is, yeah. And what I was going to say was, you know, obviously we've got to ask the question, head-to-head, feels like I do, versus um, face-off. I think I know the answer yeah. from your end. Feels like I do, gets him every time. <laughs> That's right. I know, if, you know, if I am the DJ, I know which one I'm putting on to fill up the dance floor. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And on my power rankings, it's still currently number one in my heart. <laughs> uh, Face-off did not make the cut. So, you know. Uh, yeah. Look, no, look not quite. The Rock's doing a side project. I'm not going to yes. fucking shit on the bike for it. I wish he would. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey. I mean... I'm not gonna, the guy wants I'm not to gonna, fill his fucking hours. I'm not going to say I haven't come out from one or two of his movies and thought exactly the same thing as I thought at the end of seeing that verse. I wish he hadn't done it. Like, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, you know, looking at looking at Skyscraper, for example, but we'll let him slide. The man's got enough points on the board that, we, you know, we can right. deduct a couple and he's still well. Oh, he's got well runs on the board. Positive. He's got runs, mate. Yeah, I'm not going to shit all over him for that. Uh, sorry, back to Army of, the, Army of Thieves. Where were you? You're yeah, on the fence I'm, as well? I'm, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm here nor there. So I would, yeah, I'd suggest I'm where you are, sitting right on that fence, mate. Mm-hmm. All right, let's take a break. And here is the trailer for 1987's Slumber Party Massacre 2. has got some weird friends. I have got the fastest growing bit I've ever had in my entire life. I mean, look at this thing. <laughs> I think your sweetheart's been taking too many diet pills. Here's a chicken sandwich if you want to. She should have listened to her sister. Don't pick me all the way. Because when she and her band get ready to party. Do anything you want to. Go It's more than just a great time. I didn't know girls really did this stuff. It's Slumber Party Massacre 2. Now it's time for the fun part. He's in this house somewhere. Well, it's 9 o'clock, I'm ready to rock. My motorcycle's out of hock. Jump on back if you hold on tight. Faster. You killed Valerie. 
Let's burn. Slumber Party Massacre 2. If you go, don't go all the way. Oh God, anybody got any tranks? Slumber Party Massacre Part 2 from 1987. Written and directed by Deborah Navarra Brock, who wrote, uh, directed Rock and Roll High School Forever. It's produced by Deborah Navarra Brock and Don Daniel, who produced Uncle Sam. And it's executive produced by Red, Roger Corman. It stars Crystal Bernard as Courtney, Juliet Cummins as Sheila, Heidi Kozak as Sally, and Atanas Illich as the Driller Killer. The box of, the budget was 500k, and the box office was 1.3 million dollars. Uh, as a video cassette on VHS, it was one of the top sellers at the time it was released, and was even won a coveted gold video cassette award. Shit. There you go. Hmm. All right, Jared, regale me with your general <laughs> thoughts on this picture. Well, there was actually a, a, a sense of enthusiasm when we first sort of brought this up because, as you said, the first one was a bit of a surprise to me. <clears throat> I, had, I had obviously heard that there were some favourable things about it, but I wasn't expecting much, and I really enjoyed it when we watched the first one. So the second one, when we initially brought it up, I thought, okay, here we go. This sounds all right. And then as I sort of started to look around it a little bit, I thought, okay, well, this one sounds like it's not quite as good. And then I kicked off the Joe Bob Briggs wraparound, which was available on Shutter as well. And so before I'd even watched the movie, there was lines like, uh, doesn't make a lick of sense. <laughs> a-, a star rating from Joe Bob that was one of the lowest I'd seen, <laughs> even with his kind of positive spin on most things. So I was like, oh, shit, all right. By the end of it, I was in a just I was in a state of just I was baffled, mate. I didn't know what to fucking make of it. There was portions of it that I would say were enjoyable enough, but you just never know what's going on, where the story's going. There is no story. There's not a not a story whatsoever. There's a couple of fucking chase. There's a, there's a party and a, a bit of a chase sequence, and a fucking supernatural element that's never explained. Yeah, not even broached. Let alone explained. <laughs> like it's just kind of there. Yeah, no one says where did this guy come from. And then on top of that, we've got kind of a grease element to it. Where we're breaking <laughs> into, we're breaking into song and dancing and shit. Oh, and I was just like, shit. <laughs> I was just confused. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> so in terms of entertainment, I got a few laughs out of it, but I can't say anything struck me as really solid filmmaking. So I guess I would probably have to go for a one and a half. One and a half, yeah. Look, I've I've got a more strident take on this one. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. It's just it's fucking garbage. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's sort of this cut rate Freddy oh, wannabe that we have. As you say, <laughs> we don't even broach the subject about where this guy came uh, from, or is fucking... it even Russ Thorne? No, yeah, the that's right. character from the first movie? I don't think it is. Is it? No, I don't think it is either. <laughs> I mean, I thought about it, and the more, I, the more I was watching it, I was like, it would make sense that it was because he's haunting the girl, but nothing else about it fits. Russ Thorne didn't cut the moves and fucking start playing guitar and serenading us and shit like that. Unless he did on his spare time and we're unaware of it. <laughs> 
film. I don't know. I mean, if the reason why it wasn't rust to me is, yeah, you go from a Canadian tuxedo to a fucking leather jumpsuit. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't fit for me. And you go from oh, a oh, Makita oh. to a fucking Fender. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, sort of, of I did the best, Jared, and none of it lined up. No. Oh, dear. <laughs> but the acting is shocking. The there is obvious lack of money present. When the gore actually does arrive, it's actually done pretty well. Mm. I will say that. But it just takes far too long and all the singing and stuff just seems like excess padding to get to seventy five minutes. Mm. Like, the movie is scant. It's barely 75. So if you yeah. cut out the, the singing, it's fucking 60 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> and struggles to fill 60 minutes of story. Because there exactly. Is so I was a one out of five. Right. A big enough. come down. Because I believe I gave the first one three. Mm. Yeah, I think I was about the same. And obviously, yeah. you know, describe, having described it as um, fucking garbage, Adam, I think you probably owe the, the good people at Forex a bit of a... <laughs> yeah, yeah. A bit oh, of an apology. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Apologies <laughs> to the Forex people. Yours is not fucking garbage. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I probably need four or five more of these just to fucking get my way through this. <laughs> yeah, true. All right, let's get to any likes out there. Come to me with a couple of likes if you got them. Okay, so just prefacing it, some of the things that I would consider bad filmmaking did come into my likes because they were really the only things I got enjoyment out of. There's only a couple of things I could pick that I genuinely thought was okay. Right. But kicking things off, my initial like, and this is one of the things that comes under not good filmmaking but entertaining, <laughs> is... um. The goofy bloke that she likes, Matt. I mean, Matt. I cannot. I cannot. Every time he's on screen, I cannot stop laughing at the goofy way he's kind of just sort of moping about with a dopey smile, looking at the, looking at the camera like he's in a cheap TV modelling gig. And it's just every time he came on, I was laughing at the bloke. He looks like he's fucking forty-five. <laughs> He walked well, on the screen, and I was like, is that one of their fathers? Yeah, well, the lead high schooler was 26, wasn't she? So, <laughs> yeah. Shit. But, yeah, he's, he's, I don't know, he kept, especially when he first shows up, he first shows up in kind of a dreamy sort of sequence, yeah. and you see him with no shirt on, and he, I think he catches a football or something, and then he yeah. kind of looks at the camera and gives this kind of silly smile. <laughs> From that point on, I couldn't stop laughing. He <laughs> had yeah, one of those hairdos where it's kind of flopping out you know, on either side. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking he, he gives a little bit of a he gives a little bit of a head wobble and the kind of bouffant sort of shudders as he's doing. That <laughs> oh, 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 I, I, I will guarantee his career did not get past this as an actor. Yeah, no. As you were saying, he doesn't <laughs> seem to done, fit. Matt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think he showed up to the party and kind of said, they said, yeah, yeah, this, this is our, you know, the high school party. And he said, high school? Fuck, I thought you said night school. 
I'm I'm forty. <laughs> yeah. I came back to get my GED. <laughs> well, the girl over there likes me. How old is she? <laughs> Twenty six. Okay, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> he is just diabolical. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but you know what? So the rest of the actors are not helping you. <laughs> no, no, not much. I actually thought, so I think it was about 10, 15 minutes when the dream sequence was, was going on. Yeah. When, when they first started to kick in. For the first 10, I was thinking, all right, we're still on track here. And I guess I have to give that a like because from that point, it was, it was just a long <laughs> slide. It just kept on, <laughs> down we go. But, yeah, the first 10, I was thinking the setup seems like a just your normal sort of slash affair. I was interested to see where the band thing was going to go. I'm like, all right, they're in a band. Where are we going to take this? Oh, we're going to take it to a slumber party, of course. <laughs> but where are we going to take it once we get there? That's right, yeah. nowhere. <laughs> nowhere, of course. <laughs> so, yeah, that's not really a like, but I guess I'm, I'm reaching here. Yeah, I've, got, I've actually got a legitimate like for you. Yep. Legit. I actually thought the location was good. The unused yeah. condo complex. Yep. Yep. Is a really cool idea for a slasher film. Well, yeah. You've got you've got a condo um, complex that has no one in it. You've got right. some scale and some space to have the killer sort of go through the cast. And sorry, you know, dance his way through the cast. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I can sing him a fucking lullaby before <laughs> threatening them briefly and then disappearing. But no, I I agree. I think that's that's a that was a, a decent idea. Not necessarily used to full effect, but it was certainly a, a good good way to a good place to set it for that sort of that sort of uh, scenario. Yeah, because you could have split people up easily and mm. pairs and stuff. They could have gone to different condos. Yeah, it would have been interesting. The giant zit scene. Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are we on different pages here? <laughs> no, I was kind of in the middle I of this. It, was all right. <laughs> it kind of fit if they were heading for that kind of Freddy sort of direction. Yeah. But we were so we were kind of confused as to where that was it just sort of just sort of did a little bit of that and just went to kind of a straight up slasher. That was probably the peak and dead set when the fucking thing pops. Oh, shit, shit goes on. Oh, <laughs> God. It went in a mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when it actually ends up exploding in her face, I thought that was quite nasty. But yeah. you know what? The thing I actually liked about that was they actually paid it off. That that girl had spent some time talking about she had a zit on her face and she was trying to get rid of it. Yeah. And it just paid off. And it was, well, you know, you could... You, <laughs> Trying to get rid of it, all right. She needed to visit fucking Dr. Pimple Popper by the sound of Oh, fuck. Pimple Popper needed a team to get rid of that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but what I mean is, in a Freddy type of scenario, that's what you're after, aren't you? That's right. That's the sort of thing that it follows up, you know, something that we've we've been given already. Um, yeah, so, so yeah, that, I think that would have that worked makes... quite nicely in the Freddy kind of mould. Yeah, and it's one of the few of those things that kind of kind of follows 
as you said, it sort of pays off and follows through something that we've already been let in on. Hmm. You got what else you got? Well, you call me crazy, but I have to say, the guy that played the killer is at least somewhat entertaining to watch because I'm not sure yeah. nobody else is, and I'm not going to hold it against him that he was just, he was given. <laughs> He was given the role of being a killer that struts around with a guitar with a drill on the end and fucking dances his way in and sings him a tune and does that sort of stuff. I thought, given the brief, he was all right and he was at least watchable because some of the others uh, were, yeah, as you mentioned, oh. the acting was, was not great. So I'm going to give him a, a, a bit of a, a mention for that. I'll give him a pass because hmm. ultimately he at least showed some, some chops some reasonable chops as an actor. Yeah. Yes, he gets to ham it up. Yes, he gets to sort of go over the top because that's what the villain's about. But he at least pulls it off with a little bit of style. He's sort of into it, which, you know, in this sort of low-budget, churn-it-out-in-15-days type of environment, yeah. you, don't usually, you don't usually get a lot of great performances, do you? Not that he's a no, great that's performance, right. but it's, it's, it's a passable performance. Hmm. He cut an album, too. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Again, gaining this information from Joe Bob, the guy's super rich. His his dad really? was uh, his dad founded like uh, Little Caesars Pizza, or I think it was oh, Little okay. Caesars. So the family owns like the Detroit Red Wings, owns the Little Caesars, owns just just fucking super rich. So yeah, he had a little kind of a little kind of stop in. He went to LA to be a muso, and I think he he just stumbled into the. Audition, cut an album, and then, yeah, now I think he runs that corporation. Right. Well, fuck. So, interesting side story. Yeah, definitely interesting. The last thing I had is when we actually finally see someone cop it with the drill. Yep. It's pretty handy. Um, Yeah. Specifically the one that goes through Matt's chest. Yes. And the I one mean, that goes through the phone as well. stare doesn't change oh, Of course, yeah. He just kind of looked but, at it and he kind of smiled and sort of, hey. Yeah. <laughs> he caught a football. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, when he, when he caught that football, I was half expecting them to cut away to Tommy Wiseau throwing, <laughs> throwing the football. <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah, the gore is actually useful once it turns up, but it doesn't yeah. turn up very often. And in a different setting, if we had an explanation for what was going on, looking at you know some some of the horror flicks that have incorporated music and that sort of thing successfully, oh, I can't really name any off the top of my head. <laughs> you, you know, I, I, I didn't do any research on this. Jam no, because I think it's I think it's similar to the nineties <laughs> fucking techno <laughs> subgenre. <laughs> I don't think it's. I think it took off. I think it's brimming with top class. No, I think we better cut that comment out. No, but I think like in in all like if it was more focused on what it was actually doing, and there was some sort of explanation for why he was busting in and and dancing and that sort of stuff, I could have gone for the whole drill guitar the guitar kind of thing. There was a kind of goofy entertainment value to that part of it that 
honestly, the rest of the the rest of the stuff was lacking. At least when he was on screen doing that stuff, I was kind of like, all right, at least I'm having a bit of a laugh, or I'm in, you know, there's a sense of enjoyment because around that, there was there was very very scarce moments of that. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. They needed to just firm up why he was there and what he it was about, like. Even if you just spent five minutes with the girls telling like a fucking campfire tale about him, right? Yeah. He doesn't have to be Russ Thorne. He could be someone else. But the fact of the matter is, take five minutes telling a, a story about this guy, just like Freddy Krueger, incorporate it in, I probably would have been less harsh because I'd be like, well, at least I understand why he's there. Yeah, that's right. I mean, all I got from it was she's having dreams and this guy's in them. Yeah, that's right. And that was it. Yeah. So it just it, 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 it just needed sort of changed some, itself. Yeah, that's right. It needed some sort of reason to, to, to be going there, right? We just didn't have a reason why this guy was was fucking I don't know, he was a, just a fucking he just sort of burst in and started offensively shaking his fucking body everywhere. Oh, far out. He looked like fucking John Bon Jovi circa 1984. Yeah, although he looked like he could probably get out of his strides if he needed to. I don't think, bon jo- I don't think John Bon Jovi could. Yeah, he's still got the same pair on since 84. <laughs> he hasn't been able to get at the fucking vice-like grip of his ass, even though it's sagging now. There's still not enough room. <laughs> oh shit! All right, you got anything else? No. That was, <laughs> that was it. That was it. Oh, I couldn't oh, find shit. much more than that. I mean, I did have things that wavered between likes and dislikes. Because I was laughing at them, but then yeah, at the end of the day, I couldn't. I couldn't go much further than that. Okay, okay. Dislikes should be a bit longer. You think? Mm. <laughs> this section might be a touch longer. Yeah. Oh, actually, but- there was. I mean, this one probably boarded. I did have a bit of a laugh at this, but dead birds, Adam. As soon as I thought that, saw that, I thought, "Fuck, Detective uh, Poirot <laughs> over there is immediately sniffing around for clues." <laughs> Where did this come from? <laughs> Give it here, bag it, send it in the fucking lab. I reckon the killer dropped this here. Fucking wrap it up. We've already arrested the bloke. He's in cuffs. No, no, no. You've got the wrong man. you got the wrong bloke. All right, all right. Dislikes. It takes way too long to get to any death. I mean, yeah. you've got a 75-minute picture and I'm not joking, it's a fucking hour in <laughs> yeah. before anyone's murdered. Roger yeah. Corman, you should know better. Yes, probably should. Roger Corman's too busy looking at the looking at the cash side of things though. And he's had a has a quick look at the movie and then I believe this one was uh I mentioned this one was already in profit before he'd fucking released it, so I think so I don't know. Stomach party mask three. Yeah, and something like the poster, as you kind of briefly mentioned before, something like the poster is it's gonna get it get it fucking taken off the video shots. People are gonna look at the poster and think, Yep, pick it up, off yeah. you go. It's gonna get you a golden video cassette. That's right. That's right. 
Question for you, this is a side thing, is part three on Amazon Prime? Oh, I don't think we have access to part three. I don't know why I'm asking, considering I fucking gone from a, a three-star <laughs> affair to a one-star affair. Well, you know. in part three? You're not alone there, Adam. I've already had a quick look, but I'm thinking <laughs> <laughs> I might have to consult YouTube and see if anyone's fucking... <laughs> Tucked it on there that we can quickly watch before it gets pulled down again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the moment we uh, we click into it, it sort of it flags at YouTube. Oh fuck! Here's another movie going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you haven't got long. I I actually think it flags the person that uploaded it and says you've scored your first viewer. <laughs> yes. you yeah, make that two because here I come. <laughs> I won't leave for two weeks. <laughs> Fuck me dead. <laughs> there is going to be some shit getting watched. Yep. As I will outline in the next episode, I have watched something that, quite frankly, I cannot get out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, going into it further, the driller killer that they've got here, which we have established is not Russ Thorne, so it has no real connection to what happened in the first film, it's just a cut-rate Freddy wannabe. As much as the actor tries to infuse something into it and yeah. does his absolute level best with what he's given, There's it not is. much it's there. just cut-rate Freddy Krueger. Yeah. yeah no absolutely. backstory, though. No, that's right. There's nothing there. There's no reason for And especially coming from the first movie when that wasn't the case... I thought there would at least be something to tie it in, but the only thing that ties them together is she survived the first Slumber Party Massacre. Mm. And as Joe Bob See, pointed out, if you if you're having fucking nightmares about it, why, why is the remedy to fucking go to a slumber party? <laughs> <laughs> you survived one slumber party massacre. I think I'm out for slumber parties from now on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'll, I'll my my idea of a fucking impressive Saturday night is a fucking fortress, yeah, fortress yeah. home. I'll come over for a, for a little bit of day drinking. We can have an afternoon session, and when it gets to six o'clock, I'm jumping yeah. in the Uber and heading home. Mate. Oh, I am, buddy. I am stumbling out the door <laughs> with with quite a bit under the belt in an effort to get home and lock, lock my house up. And a couple of 4X golds in the pocket that I just snuck oh, out of the SQ. Oh, of course. Of course, yeah. I just need a couple of settlers on the way home. <laughs> Acting, terrible. Yeah, pretty rough. Nobody's pretty rough. any good except for the guy playing the killer. But he gets he, – he, he's not great, but he's, he's at least got sort of that ham that he can go to. Yeah, you could see a bit of something there, whereas the others were just sort of bland. There wasn't. He had a much. bit of presence, that bloke. He actually had a bit of presence. I mean, there was a couple. There was a Friday the thirteenth, a couple of Friday the thirteenth alum in there. Yeah, two. And and one the the, the main girl went on to be in a, a sitcom for one hundred and fifty episodes after this. Hmm. So she doesn't list it on a website though. <laughs> doesn't she? No, she hasn't listed it. I wonder no. why. <laughs> yeah, she's terrible. But there are yeah, some I didn't think she was very good at all. Shockers in there. Mm-hmm. The girl that she drives in the car with at the start when she sees Matt. Yeah, her performance was fucking awful. 
none of them were all that all that fantastic. I don't, they just didn't sort of didn't yeah. um, give you much when you, you didn't enjoy having them around. You didn't sort of and just quietly. What the fuck was going on with the the slumber party sort of break out into lingerie and nudie up randomly? Uh, I didn't have I didn't have so much of a problem with that. But. I know, but I think yeah. Roger was but, on set that day. Yeah, Roger came was. down that day and said, "Hang on, we need to and get one this of done." Them, one of them takes a shirt off, and the other one starts fucking like the way you whip someone with a towel. She starts she whipping her with the, her shirt. I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, dear, oh, dear. Dear, oh, dear. Yeah, very amusing. I wanted to mention the music, Adam. If you are going to hang your hat on a large (laughs) amount of music in the movie, you want better music, don't you? (laughs) You do, you do. What about the one, Tokyo Convertible? (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, we kick off with a bit of Tokyo Convertible. I'm sitting there going, oh, Jesus. And then we move into their garage where they're doing a bit of their sort of knockoff bangles sort of work. (laughs) It's just like, oh, no. (laughs) Shambolic and the fucking lip-syncing, the lip-syncing and the, 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 the efforts to... The, the drummer, she is fucking so far off the beat, it's not funny. <laughs> and so, I mean, sometimes, Roger, when you go cheap, you get what you pay for. <laughs> I think that's what happened here. <laughs> it was just, yeah, it was pretty obvious. But the problem was that it was non-stop. You couldn't go five minutes without a fucking a lengthy bit of music <laughs> popping up. So I thought, yeah, perhaps they should have... They should have probably, once they heard some of the music, maybe said, we'll cut this cut by a couple of minutes this end. And maybe we could do without, when they're going down the street, maybe could she, she could just bob her head so she doesn't have to sing, I want to be your Tokyo convertible. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the problem with that was when Roger was saying, look, we should cut a few minutes out of it, the uh, film places were going, it needs to be over 65 minutes to be considered yeah, a stretch-length film. <laughs> Big God 75, Rog. <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah, oh, I'm fucking cutting my losses and making it a short. I'm just going to have this shit in there. Oh. I reckon he's, yeah. I reckon he's gone, um, cut a few minutes out, and they said, we've only got 65, Roger. And he said, oh, okay, um, put another song in. <laughs> we'll put another 10 minutes of music in. Sorry, I meant to say uh, add a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, yeah, it's cheap. Uh, put, another, put another 10 to 15 of that. That should do it. Yeah, what? Also, if you look at your actors lip-syncing the song and realise, holy shit, they haven't even got it right, <laughs> you shoot some diff better angles. I mean, yeah, that costs possibly. nothing. You still have the cameras. Like, yeah, that's right. Put them in a different spot. Yeah, I mean, they, they linger on the drummer, and she doesn't even know. She doesn't even look like she knows what the drum kit is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, horrendous! Horrendous! Yep. <laughs> I laughed. I must admit, I was highly amused by that stuff. Yeah, pretty poor work from Rog there. As we said before. Adding the dream sequences just doesn't – it doesn't add anything. Like, it just doesn't – it doesn't do anything for the, the that middle portion of the film where things are supposed to actually happen. Especially as you pointed out that when we sort of get 
to it all anyway. It's just a bit of slasher slasher material anyway. I mean, he does a little bit of that, the old, um, you know, going from behind them to in front of them and that sort of thing and popping up where, you know, he, he couldn't possibly get to. But aside from that, down the stretch, it's basic, basic sort of stalk and slash stuff anyway. Yeah. There's limited to nothing really going on in yeah. that period. So they use the dream sequences in a way to kind of sort of have something happening, but there is very little happening. Very little. Although we did get a chicken launching out of the fridge. (laughs) 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 That was probably the low point, I would suggest. When she saw it, it was not. I'm not joking. It was the world's fucking biggest chicken. When it comes flying out, I mean, it looked like a fucking dog. And then she goes, and the chicken's on the floor, and it's a fucking. It's. I'm not joking. It's a fucking spatchcock. <laughs> Yeah, you could have saved a, saved a bit of the budget by using the same chicken. <laughs> but I love when it kind of flies out, and then she's sort of holding it. <laughs> kind of just, it looks yeah, she's like holding a, it to herself. It looks like a, a bit of a marionette fucking puppet. Yeah. Like it's got oh. a little bit of movement, and then it starts. That shit starts pouring out of it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> who, thought this, who thought this should have been one of his scary kind of dream powers? He's launching chickens out of fridges. Say, so again, there was no rules of what he could do because mm. there was no evidence of what he was. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> this woman's having dreams. She decides the best way to handle it is to go to a slumber party. Then fucking chickens start flying out of fridges. And I've got to say, if she comes in and tells me that story, and I walk into the kitchen and see the chicken on the floor, my first thought is, well, fuck, what are we going to have for dinner now? <laughs> yeah, no, my fucking thought is, how much have you had to drink? <laughs> yeah, and on? that. Yeah. How many rock hoppers have you nailed? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, put them away. I I just remembered another thing just out of that that, that dancing sequence when the girls all kind of get the lingerie on and and dance around. (laughs) They cut to... (laughs) Yeah, it gets very quickly to drop the clothes and jiggle around a little bit. The funniest part of it is they cut immediately when they first get a bit sort of excited and they're dancing. They're doing some sort of choreographed dance. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) I'm just like, holy shit, this is the worst fucking slumber party ever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I came here to drink and you're asking me to fucking learn a couple of dance steps. What's going on? Yeah, you, do, you do not throw me a curveball like that when I was pre-drunk and rocked up, <laughs> rocked up looking for the Canadian clubs. <laughs> but they, they, they immediately get into their choreographed dance and then it cuts away. And one of the girls, I'm not joking, she's... I don't know what she's... Um, she's on like a pole. 
Mm. I, don't, I don't think it's a stripper pole. I think it's the, the bum end of the fucking staircase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it is the most fucking horrendous thing I've ever seen. She's looking, trying to look. She's, like, she's looking down the camera seductively, and I'm just like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that was. Uh, that was a. It was certainly. You know, it's it's Corman ticking the the TNA <laughs> yeah, yeah. quota or trying to do that. But yeah, as yeah. you said, uh, it's it's the least kind of arousing bit of work I've seen, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen in that in that department for a while. Unless that sort of shit gets real trick sorted, but fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look down the camera seductively, but kind of don't. <laughs> that's, that's what I want to see. Don't look seductive. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's the I direction that you go. You're standing behind the camera. Oh. Jesus Christ. Now, just a quick, quick side note to TJ, the bloke who turns up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the two fellas turn up. Yep, yep. I mean, he is a world-class cockhead. Yes. <laughs> and... He's just a cool, unlike he's just a cool unlike he- other slasher films, we have to deal with the bloke for fucking an hour. <laughs> he doesn't even get killed. Almost. does he? he gets stabbed in the leg or something, and that's about it. Yeah, and hobbles off. Ah, <sighs> fucking hell! I wish someone had drowned him when he was. <laughs> <laughs> he brings the blow up doll out and start act, starts acting yeah. like a fucking idiot. I was just yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I wish the chicken had have attacked had have attacked him instead. Exactly. When you're going to put a movie like this together, you have to know that, I mean, I know this was direct-to-video. It was never going to go to the cinemas, so it's direct-to-video. But there's still an audience out there that expects certain things. Yes. You know? If I'm a slasher aficionado and I'm roaming the halls at my local Videoville in the, in the 90s and I come across this, there's an expectation that I want certain things from it. Hmm. And if I'm an hour in and no one's been killed, <laughs> fear to say I haven't got what I asked for. And Corman was was noted for making the career on that. You know, his his whole model was these are the marks we these are the marks we we hit and we do them cheaply and off we go. Yeah, so it seems really weird that he this is one of out of his stable. Yeah, it just doesn't strike me as being very well conceived for starters. But secondly, it doesn't tick the boxes that you would have expected from this kind of cheap and cheery crap that they were making back then. Yeah, that's right. So it's a it's a real head-scratcher as to why, well, by the sound of things, it was already in profit before they even got started. So yes. that's why it got made. Well, it got financed because he was at Cannes or something and... There was some finances, I think it was from Europe, that said they wanted a sequel. So they gave him the cash before he had anything even put together. <laughs> he basically took the cash and said, all right, let's let's put it together. So that's how, yeah, that's yeah, well, how that's it happened. Right. And that's why it's pretty slapdash, doesn't really have much going for it. Just quietly, the girl, the girl keeps talking about how she's working on a song and it's going to make them famous. Yeah. And she gives us a short snippet of that song. Yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah. duck. Get, <laughs> used to, get used to the local. 
get used to playing the, <laughs> yeah, get used to playing in fucking dive bars. Like. Yeah, get used to playing behind a cage while people are throwing bottles at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, the Bengals aren't looking over their shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I think they were pretty safe. I'm pretty comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a horrendous song. If she gives us a little bit of, if she gives us a couple of bars of it. And some lyrics, something about being a pie in the sky. Yeah. Mm, nah. <laughs> no. Nah. No. Nah, let's get that on. Yeah, yeah. You, you you scrap that page and we start again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the way that scene should have gone is she should have sung it and then she should have crossed everything out and scrapped the page up and straight <laughs> away. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. Now, my last dislike, why, why, Jared, are we stopping in the middle of a chase and murder spree that he's currently engaging in finally after an hour of bullshit, why are we doing, why are we breaking into song? I don't know. I just why don't. The whole, about, the, the whole, I can't remember what he's fucking singing about, but oh. oh. Well, the music performance angle in general was was just, I couldn't fucking understand it. And it seems like the last 15 minutes, there's a constant kind of, there's songs. I mean, the very the, the chase through the kind of uh, the 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 frames of the the buildings that they're putting together. Yeah, we seem to have a bit of a you know a bit of something trying to raise a bit of scare and a bit of tension, and then we bust back into this fucking Jerry Lee Lewis kind of knockoff that that yeah. keeps coming back. They stop it for a second, and then off we go again. We're woo, we're clicking fingers and we're, we're tapping toes. Was well, it trying? Do, do you think? Do you think that this one? Similar to the first one, what the first one was supposed to be, do you think this one was also trying to go for spoof? Spoof angle? I mean... But sort of didn't thing, didn't, didn't quite... Well, fuck, didn't quite... Didn't get anywhere near nailing it, but... but you know what, what I mean? Like what are you maybe, spoofing? Are you spoofing musicals? Because, like, I just don't... I don't get... Maybe, I mean... Where, where it's all coming from. I don't know either, but... You know, it just seems like this is this was playing for laughs somewhat. Yeah, uh, but it's yeah, it's it's if it is, it's nowhere near as successful because it it didn't sort of uh, you don't look at it and say, okay, well, this is this is what it's taking off, and it's kind of clever. You get a few laughs out of it. Where this one, I'm just like, what was it taking off? And okay, if I missed that. Fair enough, but I just I don't see where it was. What I don't see what it was taking off, and why it would fit in this context. And yeah, I don't know. Well, do you know anything about part three? No, I don't. Okay. Shit, is that another four X gold? I hear there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're late. You're coming around. I'm gonna taste for it. I'm just trying to get through. Trying to get through the discussions about this. Yeah, your head started to hurt after we started discussing why he was yeah. singing and dancing. So it's well, a little it bit of a remedy for it. I don't, I, I don't know, Jared. It just seems like it was sort of meant to be like a horror comedy. Yeah, I get that, but I don't get if you're saying it's a parody. I don't get what it's parody parodying. Yeah, I guess what I'm saying, what I'm trying to come to is maybe a little bit what we came to with the first one. Is it was I mean, meant I guess to be you some could, parody? I mean, I guess Corbin you could came s- in and mucked it all up. Yeah, possibly to be a certain way. But I guess you could say, I don't know, is it trying to parody Freddy and things like that, and taking it to the fucking extension of 
where he got to that he's fucking this putting on a fucking performance or something. Like I, I don't. Yeah, but it was eighty seven. I mean, he wasn't even. He wasn't even there yet. Really, barely got to that. He, I think that's he, right. Part four, four had just had, part four hadn't actually come out. It was part three. Yeah, was the last one prior to this. So Freddie Correct. hadn't hit parody status at that stage. He hadn't got to that sort of lunacy that he got to later. Yeah, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure where that's coming from. If it was trying I to, think I mean, I, I think more do. of. I, I get more of the sense that I don't know much about the writer director, but obviously you mentioned she had done other things on her film filmography. What was that one called? Rock and Roll High School, Roll and, High School and whatnot. Forever. So was she was she trading on a bit of that? Was that I don't know when that came in the in the um, canon, and I don't really know what it was. But going by the sound of it, there's a bit of a theme I there through perhaps it might her, have been her writing. After, yeah, and it did have Corey Feldman in it. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what I think what they might have been trying to do is 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 jump on the back of the Freddy Krueger. The Freddy Krueger wagon, and I get that. You know, I un- I get that, but I don't understand if you're parodying. Is- if you're parodying that, why are you parodying it with a with song and dance? Yeah, why has it kind of got Grease vibes? Yeah, <laughs> when I, I mean, I, I don't. I mean, maybe I'm maybe we're looking into it too hard, but far out. I need at least a straight story. I don't, you know, I don't care if it's full of crap, but give me a bit of a linear story. I, I didn't, I didn't know what was going on because we open up. The girls at home. She has a dream. She wakes up. Next thing you know, the garage. They're in a band. They're off to a slumber party. She's having dreams. No one else is having dreams. Yeah. So there's no connection between the characters being killed either. I don't know. Are these her dreams of fucking rock and roll stardom, mate? Where she gets pestered by some bloke in fucking leather, leather duds. <laughs> rock and roll stardom. That's fucking every night she does a gig. I suggest. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I don't. I'm not. I'm not really. I don't. I. I don't get that part of it. And I could yeah, have missed I, something. Often I miss nah, things that are fucking it was right only in front of me. Five minutes long. You didn't miss anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, have you got anything else? No, I mean there was a couple of you know things like the bathtub scene was just another. That was that was almost prime Freddie knockoff portion. But then we had the, obviously Freddie with the guitar riff after he's after he's finished doing <laughs> what he's doing. But but yeah, I guess it was uh, same sort of things. When's the bloke actually going to turn up? Which, as we mentioned, took an hour. Why is he singing and dancing all the time? Basically, all this stuff that we've we've run over were the things that really put me off it. Yep. Agreed. Unfortunately, disappointing follow-up to a far superior film. The original is far superior. Mm. But I am interested in part three. So if you do get a line on it on YouTube, let me know. Yeah. (laughs) I'll I'll send the link across. I'll have a look. Don't jump the gun on me, though, because if they red flag it and take it off after you started watching, <laughs> I'll miss out. Yeah. All right. That was Slumber Party Massacre 2 paired with a 4X Gold or 2 in this case. You can find us on Podomatic, iTunes, and Spotify. Send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or at Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com. 
We're also on Instagram at thrillmepodcastau. Please rate and review us wherever you find us, just to help us out. The next episode, week three, Oktoberfest, we're going to do the new Netflix film, There's Someone Inside Your House, that was released last week, I think. But until then, take it easy, and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.